0: You know, it's 1968, I'm 18 years old in the jungles of Panama on my very first missionary trip, living with an Indian tribe. That didn't wear clothes, and we lived wildcat style. No catch, no eat. If I shot a monkey, we ate monkey. If I shot a pig, we ate pig. Didn't eat any, Didn't shoot anything. Didn't eat anything. And I learned a powerful lesson watching these, the the Indian tribe catch monkeys alive. And when they wanted to eat them, we just we just shot them and killed them. But uh, when they wanted to go sell them or take them in alive, they would put a, a, a like a, a, a five gallon water jug out in the jungle that they'd brought in from the city, and uh, they'd put bananas in the bottom of it and they'd put them in a local spot where they knew the monkeys were gonna hang out. And then sure enough, here'd come monkeys after a while and they'd uh, reach their hand down there and they'd grab a banana. And uh, because they wouldn't let go of it, because they kept the banana in their fist, they couldn't get their hand out of the jar. And so they'd hear us coming, they'd hear the, the tribe coming, wow. they'd smell us coming, they'd hear us coming, they'd start screaming and yelling and hollering and throwing up it and jumping all over the place, knocking the jug down, dragging it with it, but they'd never open their hand to get loose and gain their freedom and i learned Mm -hmm. something about partnership and about giving from that is that uh, you can't receive from god with an open with an with a closed fist or a closed heart that's right but if you live with an open fist and an open heart you'll always be able to be a giver and a receiver and i've lived by that renee for 53 years that i refuse to keep a closed fist i'm going to let that I'm gonna open my fist, open my heart, be a blessing partner with, I've partnered with people with ministries all my life and will continue to do so. That's right. We love you, God bless you. There's a link on the bottom if you want to get a hold of us, partner with us, uh, terrymize.com or click on the link. We love you, God bless you. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves.
1: Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to More Than Conquerors. We're so glad you are with us, and we welcome you uh, to any viewing platform that you have or listening through podcasts. We are delighted that you are here with us. We do this for you, and we want to do everything that we can to offer you any assistance. You can find us at terrymines.com. You can always look us up over at Terry Mines Ministries on YouTube. We're on Rumble. We're on Lightsource, and we're on a new TV station. We, we haven't are, mentioned anything about yet and it's at, <laughs> called K B T V. And we come on every Thursday at uh is it three thirty?
0: Three thirty Central Time. Central
1: time. Two thirty uh Eastern standard Eastern. time. And so we would love for you to join us on any of those uh viewing platforms and we are just excited about so that. That's an, an
0: online that. TV station. It's so an online. It should be kbtvglobal.com.
1: That's it, right there. So you can write that down. kbtvglobal.com and you won't be disappointed. They've got they've got us up there every Thursday afternoon. We're so excited about that thrilled for the favor that we have and we are grateful that we have every opportunity and as Brother Copeland has said, on every available voice that we are working on to get out there and to be a blessing to the world and share with you, help you keep your priorities stroked, (laughs) help you keep your focus straight on what you're doing in the world because you know there's so many distractions out there for folks, so many opportunities for uh, there to be just a, a heaviness on life right now with all the pandemic restrictions and lots of places in the world today. Uh, better than last year. We have a little well, bit more. That's
0: the job of hell to distract you.
1: Yeah, to distract you. And uh, right here, you know, with all the different seasons and things changing, uh, not just weather-wise, but lots of things happening. We had Easter. Then we've had yes, Mother's we Day and then graduations. And then we head into the summer season and weddings and, and uh, temperatures are rising and sometimes it's easy with the heat to not act always you know, as lovely as people should be. We believe in God and air conditioning. Yeah, that's that what Terry order. always says. I believe in God and air conditioning in that order. And I know that's pretty much the way all the rest of us feel. So um, we just wanted to share with you some good stuff today that we think will be a blessing to you and talk some more about. We just felt like we wanted to share with you some stuff and um, just, you know, rehearse again in your ears that you have resurrection life on the inside of yes, you. Yes, you do. I That wonderful little old song says. I have the life of God in me. And that's where we have to focus on all the time is that I have the life of God in me. The, The life that Jesus came to bring through his death, burial and resurrection. Resurrection life is a daily life for the Christian. It's not just a holiday. It's the way we live. (laughs) We live that 24-7. The life of God is on the inside of us. And that's how we live out of that. Ephesians chapter 4 says, put off the old man, put on the new man. And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind with a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. All that's so important that you live inside out.
0: Well, that's exactly right. And it's so vitally important that the church be the church.
1: No, that's And right. that the
0: church mm-hmm. operates in faith, and the church does the not tolerate fear. No. Because if I've had you say with me so many, many times, fear and, and faith, faith cannot live cannot. in the same house. That's right. And uh, we have been, in, in last year in 2020, and this year of 2021, has been the biggest um, campaign of fear that hell Lord, has ever not the truth. perpetrated against the church um, with what's the word I'm looking for, with the with the conditions we're now in that are not near as serious as the conditions that the church used to be in when fear came. Let me, let me see if I can make that more plain. People are afraid now over this COVID, and I understand COVID's real, and I understand it's a disease, and I understand people have died from it. I've buried people that that. Um, well, the death certificate says they died of COVID. I, I've never been, I'm not convinced they all did because after all the right. hospitals, you know, when they're looking at the death certificate and this person's dead and that they say, well, if I write on this death certificate to that they died of uh, pneumonia or they died of the flu or they died of a car wreck or whatever, uh, we get nothing. If I write on here that on this paper, they died of COVID, we get $37,000. Well, you'd right. have to be a pretty uh, strong-willed Person to say, Hey, I'm going to turn down $37,000 just by, just by a signature on a piece of paper. But that'd be the honest thing to do. But, but what I'm saying is that this, this disease has a 99.4% recovery rate. Again, people have died from it. Again, it's serious. I understand that. But what's not real, COVID's real. What's not real, Renee, are the numbers and the hype. That's right. Not near as many. You know, last year in, in, in 2021, Uh, You know, you know how many people died from the flu, according to the CDC, according Mm -hmm. to American statistics, Uh, a little over, uh, not quite two thousand people, like eighteen hundred people. They say in America died of the flu in twenty twenty. Well, now every year forty five to sixty thousand died of the flu, and all of a sudden less than two thousand died. What happened? Well, they wrote COVID on the death certificates. What happened? Or either, or either COVID cured the flu. But my point is this, people are scared, the church is scared, over a disease that's 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 a that is a flu, yet throughout history there have been some serious, deadly, <laughs> contagious, horrible things that have happened that Christians stood firm and didn't get scared about. That's right. I mean I mean, stop and think, stop stop and think about this. The apostles, Jesus' disciples, the apostles, were horribly, horribly martyred, horribly murdered, horribly tortured for their faith. In fact, fact, history tells us that up to the book of Revelation, before the Bible was finished, up to the book of Revelation, 40,000 people had been martyred for their faith. Wow. Well, that, that's that's before we started keeping records, that 40,000 right. people had been martyred for my, their faith my, my, up my. to the book of Revelation. And who knows how many have been martyred in the last 2,000 years. They're still being martyred no, today. No, that's right. ISIS still shows up at Millions. somebody's house and says, are you a Christian? They say yes, Millions. and they kill them. Uh, these school shootings that happen even in America, they, they, they ask them every time, are you a Christian? They say yes, yes, and they shoot them. So people are still being murdered and martyred for their faith. Right now, that's pretty serious. I mean, I mean, death is pretty serious, right? And yet, they still stood firm. Right. Um, the apostle, the, the disciple Matthew, was was uh, was preaching in Ethiopia, and they killed him by the sword. He was preaching the gospel, and they and they murdered him. They 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 they, they martyred him. Doctor, I mean, I mean, Mark. Mark, the apostle, died in Alexandria, Egypt, where he was preaching. And uh, they dragged him through the streets by horses
1: My until mind. they
0: killed him. I've been in Mexico many times, used to live in Mexico as a missionary. And I can show you places in Mexico, Renee. I can take you to the spot and show you in several states in Mexico where where missionaries and, and and little Pentecostal preachers, pastors, Mexican pastors, have been martyred, by that same method, by the by, the bad guys uh, tying, them well, a, tying them to tying them to a rope to their feet, tying the other end to the horse, right. and then riding the horse through the desert, through the prickly pear cactus. Those of us that live in Texas know what prickly pear cactus is. Uh, it's a horrible, prickly, spiny pack, and they drug them through the cactus patches until they died. And that and that's how Mark was killed. Doctor Luke, Luke was a medical doctor. And uh, Dr. Luke was was hanged in Greece. They hung him on a tree, uh, and he just kept preaching to him, just kept preaching to him. Uh, he, he had tremendous preaching besides being a medical doctor, so they killed him. So this isn't like saying, well, well if you come to church, you'll get sick and die of a fever. <laughs> this Mom, is like, we're Mom. going to cut your head off. We're going to drag you through the cactus patch. We're going to... Uh, we're, we're, yeah. You know, the Apostle John, yeah. they tried to kill John by boiling him in oil, and he didn't, he didn't die. He just said, man, this is a nice hot oil bath. And so they exiled him to the Isle of Patmos and said, okay, you have to live on this horrible desert island with all the snakes and all the stuff. And, and, and they exiled him there, and he served his sentence out there and then got to come home. And he was the only one of the apostles that, that lived That's right. to a, to a A full age and died of natural causes and, you know, enjoyed his family and enjoyed his freedom. Uh, uh, but, But while he was in exile on the Isle of Patmos, he wrote the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. I mean, he wasn't just twiddling his thumbs. Oh, right. and, then, and Peter, we know, but history says was crucified upside down and his wife was crucified before him. My, my. They made him, they made Peter watch his wife be crucified. Wow. And, then, and then you get into James, who was the leader of the church in Jerusalem. They, they took him up on the top of the temple to the pinnacle. Same one where Satan took Jesus to mm-hmm. whenever he offered him all same this one. stuff and said, if you'll, if you'll throw yourself down here, said God will give his angels charge of you to lift you up. And Jesus looked at him and said, it's written, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. That's the same pinnacle. And they threw James off of it right. and he hit the ground over a hundred feet and he hit the ground and didn't die. He was just broken. He had broken bones and stuff. He was oh. hurt. And, uh, they rushed up to him with clubs and beat him until he died. And then, and then, well, over and over and over uh-huh. those apostles. I think of Bar- 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 Bartholomew so many, many times. Bartholomew was literally skinned alive. That's right. It is. Now you know, your your husband, my friend Dean Garner and I, we, we, we hunted all our lives. We hunted and we fished and we skinned lots of stuff. But they skinned Bartholomew alive. Horrific. Can you imagine Even. him standing in faith while they're skinning him? Mm. You know, they, they they there's a there's a great painting, you and I have seen it in the in the Vatican in Rome. In the Sistine Chapel. Um, in fact, I could pull it up here. Man, if I pulled up a, a painting in on my iPad, would it show on television? And, and I think it just absolutely shows um, the revelation that Michelangelo uh, right. had in detail of biblical things. The right. detail, because if you go in there and look at this painting, I mean, I'm I'm sure many of y'all have been to the Vatican and been to Rome and and, and been in the Sistine Chapel. But this is the painting. I mean, there's, there's no ceilings, or no walls, everywhere. But this is the one I'm talking about, is on the back wall mm-hmm. of the of the Sistine Chapel. So, so if the preacher's standing here preaching like this, it's behind him. And it's that famous painting where God's reaching his finger down and Adam's reaching his finger up and God's touching man. Well, if you look at that whole painting, it it depicts uh it, it just it depicts history. And so uh Michelangelo just painted history. I mean, it goes through creation, it goes through all of life, it goes sure. it goes into into the last days, it goes into hell. It's an amazing, uh, it, 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 amazing thing. But anyway, if you look at that painting, and, and and if you look right in the center, you see that's where God's trying to touch man, man's trying to touch God. But if you look just right of center and just below, so go to center and then just a little right and a little below, you'll see Bartholomew. And he's sitting in heaven, but he's holding his skin. Right. I mean, that's just his empty, dead, sagging skin.
1: Yeah, it just looks like a raggedy And He's just holding it like hold this. it
0: out like that. And Renee, as mm-hmm. if to say, this is what the gospel cost me. This is what it cost me. You know, what did, what did, it, what did it cost you? And Bartholomew's right. just sitting there. Saying, and, and Michelangelo had a revelation of that, that this cost Bartholomew. Mm. Getting skinned alive, and so when we look at all the disciples, all the apostles, how they died horribly. I can sit here and tell you how every one of them died. Uh, but if we, if, if you look at that, and you think they stood in faith, knowing they were going to die, right. knowing their wife was going to die, knowing their kids were going to die, uh, see, see, when 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 Jesus rose from the dead, when he came out of the tomb. The disciples weren't there. Even Mary, his mama, wasn't there. Nobody believed he was gonna raise from the dead. Shame on them all. But they, they they weren't there. And so the Roman soldiers that were guarding the tomb saw him blow out of there with an explosion the world still rocking from today that makes Richter scales run wild. Uh, and he said, i mean, he that was dead. Don't you ever forget it, I'm alive forevermore. Well, those soldiers ran back, to, ran back to the palace and told the king, they said, he blew out of the grave. I mean, the angels <laughs> came and got it. he's alive. And the king said, the Bible tells us this, says, you don't ever say that. Said you spread the story that you were there, that his disciples came, overpowered you, opened the tomb, took the body out and went and hid it. That's the story you tell. That's what the Bible says that they were told to tell.
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the beginning of mainstream media. (laughs) 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 To make up your own story and just put it out there regardless of the truth.
0: No joke. So when you stop and think about it, the disciples, now y'all listen to me, the disciples, unlike us, we weren't there. We didn't see Jesus come out. We don't know if it's true or not. We, We weren't there. It happened 2,000 years ago, and we weren't there, but we believe it by faith. We believe it We by believe faith. it. I mean, solidly believe truth. it by faith.
1: That's right. It but happened. They, but just
0: stop and think about those guys. They knew if it was true or not. No, that's right. They literally knew if it's true. They're the only ones that know. That's right. And then later, just before 50 days later, as Jesus ascended into heaven, uh, the apostle Paul tells us that when he ascended into heaven, there's 500 people sitting there watching him. So he so, said, there's 500 people that are eyewitnesses to this and saw him ascend into heaven. And Paul well, said, most of them are still alive today. He said, a few have died, but most of them most are still alive. Most of them are still alive. You can get your so, own person. So they That's all right. knew whether it was a true story or not. Hallelujah. But we don't. We we just accept it by faith. So stop and think about the disciples, the, the martyrs, the apostles. They they, To me, the only purpose of them being martyred and not being rescued by God and not not using their faith to get out of that is the to me it's the greatest proof right that Jesus rose from the dead because they knew. They knew. Whether it was true or a lie. Right. And don't you think while wow, he was being skinned alive, yeah. don't you think while they yeah. were having their head cut off, while they were having their kids killed, their wives killed, while they were being crucified, while wow. they're being hanged, don't you think one of them would have said, wait, wait, wait. I'll show you where the body's at. It's a lie. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't kill my wife. Don't kill my babies. Don't kill my grandkids. Don't, don't kill me. I'll show you where the body's yeah. at. Not no. one of them did.
1: They would have bargained for their own lives. Yeah. Not to get one of them did. Because it was, because it was wasn't true. true. Right. He rose from the dead.
0: Exactly. But they're the only ones that knew it. And to me, their martyrdom is the greatest, absolute greatest proof That's right. that Jesus rose from the dead. And we believe it by faith, but they knew for a fact it was so. We, they saw him. They talked to him. They touched him.
1: You and I were talking about this, this old cartoon we saw, I guess, 30 years ago. And it was um, two men carrying a stretcher of a battered and beaten body of a Christian. And the caption on the top said, Christianity used to not be a spectator sport.
0: No, that's exactly right.
1: And so um, from that, I've always felt like that whenever the enemy would try to get me to focus on something else that, that was the problem or somebody else that was a problem or some Financial need or even uh, sickness in my body. I'd always think back to that, you know, you know, that's not. That's not the big problem right now. <laughs> the big problem is that I, I don't give up on resurrection life that's on the inside of me. And that, as you said, fear and faith cannot live in the same house. As you were talking, I was thinking about that scripture, Terry, over in, in James chapter three, where, where, where he's talking about the tongue and he's talking about, he said, how is it, brethren, that bitter and sweet water Can't come out of the same same cistern. Mm -hmm. That how is it we bless God with our mouth and curse we men. And it's the same way with faith and fear. How is it you you come to church and worship God and then go home and and give up on God and live in fear? Mm -hmm. Or you don't go back to church for a year Anywhere and live at home. And bought your next new pair of pajamas to stay at home, <laughs> and you've and, lost your priorities. And and now the seasons are changing. We're coming out of Easter and Mother's Day, and we're going into summer and graduations. And life is always yeah. in the summer. You, you know, here not, we are. We're not.
0: We're not. What are we doing? Judging or criticizing or making fun of people. We know they're scared. Yeah. And, and, and Sadly, the, the thing I've been trying to tell people Christians. ever since this last year, almost and a half now, I've been telling people, I don't care if you wear a mask. It's none right. of my business. I don't right. care if you stay home. It's none of my business. I don't care if you don't go shopping. It's none of my business. Right. Just don't do it because of fear. fear. If you're scared, you've got a spiritual problem. If well, you're in fear, <clears throat> there's a problem. And that's what I, that was my point about the apostles and the martyrs right. and all these people fear. is that they risk their lives. To right. to stand for Jesus. Well, the sacrifice well, what are, what are, has been what
1: are made we doing? by lots of people. You know yeah. what,
0: what? What is it that we're doing? Are we? Are we? Did it cost us anything? No. Right. I found that. I found that picture. I don't know if you can get. I don't know if you can get it or not. But I, I, I found this painting of the Sistine Chapel, and uh, can you see that? And if you look right in the center, and just 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 right here. In fact, I, the next picture is. Is Bartholomew is a blow up. This is Bartholomew holding his skin, as if to say, "This is what it costs me." This is what that's it a costs horrific me. picture. Uh, Michelangelo had a revelation of that. He yeah. he got it that this costs Bartholomew his very being skinned alive, and he still glad to be in heaven, still stood for Jesus. Wow. And like I said, y'all can Google that. It's a famous painting. And, and, and Matt said he, he could put it up uh, as well. But uh, my point is, these guys had something to be scared of. I mean, this is serious. We're going right. to kill your wife. We're going to kill your kids. We're going to no, kill exactly. you. Uh, we're going to skin you alive. We're going to crucify you. We're going to cut your head off. And, and, and they still stood strong. For the for the gospel, and yet I, again, it's it, I'm not trying to make anybody mad, and I've had some people get mad at me. I was preaching to church. Oh, here a while back, and I told the people on 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 online, I said, I'm begging you to come to church. I'm I'm pleading with you, I'm imploring you, come back to the house of God. Not not for the church's sake, for your sake, for That's your right. kids' sake, for your That's grandkids' right. sake. So they'll they'll have something as legacy to tell in their later years, say, I'm here, my granddad and my grandma, and right. and my mom, and my dad, they went to church anyway. They That's they right. stood front. they used their faith. They 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 acted like Christians. They didn't just say they were Christians, they right. they demonstrated it. So so but anyway, and, and, and I had some people write in to, to the church and say, shame on him. You know, he's his, you know, no, 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 I'm not making fun of you or rebuking you. I'm just right. saying, don't do what you do because of fear. Don't well, let fear right. paralyze you. Don't that's let right. fear control you. Fear and faith can't live in the same house. Hell moves by fear, like heaven moves by faith. Fear is the the, 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 the demon that, that motivates hell and faith is the spirit. That motivates heaven, and we we Christians for all through history, Christians have stood firm for God. You know when 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 they told people, I mean, look at Daniel in the lions' den. They told Daniel, if you pray to another God. We will throw you in the lion's den you will die. Daniel did it anyway, under threat of death. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said, if you don't bow down and worship the golden image, you will be thrown into the burning fiery furnace. And so they didn't bow down. They got caught, brought before the king, and the king Nebuchadnezzar said, well, maybe you guys didn't understand, so we'll do it again. If you <laughs> bow down, it'd be okay. But if you don't, I'll not only throw you in the fire, fiery furnace, I'm going to make it seven times hotter. Seven times hotter. Mm-hmm. And they said, king, we're not going to do it. And he, he asked him a question. He said, this is Daniel chapter three. He said, and what God is it that can deliver you out of my hand? Right. Well, that's right. what Hollywood and Washington telling us. What God's stronger than us? Who was it? Jerry Nadler stood up in Congress the other day and yeah. said, God has no business in Congress. <laughs> How dare well, that pompous windbag to stand in my Congress in my America right. and say, we exactly. don't want God in our business. Right. Well, I don't want him in our business. I'll take God every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Oh, no,
1: that's right. You know, when you're talking about Daniel, I was I made me think, Terry, of Hebrews eleven. It would if you're struggling with fear on any level about where we are in time and exposure to this horrifically evil. Uh, scourge and disease, go in your living room, stand somewhere, and read Hebrews 11 out loud to yourself. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of this chapter, it read says... Psalms 91 Yeah, Psalm, But then it says here, and the writer says, and what shall I say further? For time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and yeah, Samuel and heroes. the prophets. And he starts listening. He says, who by the help of faith... See, faith will help you, who by the help of faith, subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings, closed the mouth of lions, you know, extinguished the power of raging fire, escaped the devourings of the sword, out of frailty and weakness won strength, and resist us in battle routing alien hosts. You know, some women received again their dead by a resurrection. Others were tortured to death with clubs refusing to accept their release, offered on terms <laughs> of denying their faith, yeah. turned it down so that they might be resurrected to a better life. Exactly. And it goes on down they, to refused to, they refuse to save, to save themselves. So I want to encourage you today to take courage, take heart. Just don't be in fear. Get to dig down on the inside of you. There's faith in there. You yeah. have a spirit but of they faith. And
0: aren't telling you don't wear a right. mask or don't take the <laughs> vaccine or don't do this. We're just saying, don't do anything in fear. That's right. Don't you do have anything a spirit in fear. You, you want your children and grandchildren to put you in this list right here and say, my mom and That's my daddy, right. my grandma and my granddad, they were real Christians. They, they were with this bunch of people That's right, right here.
1: Well, that's what the Apostle Paul said in Second Corinthians 4, he says, we have the same spirit of faith and we speak. we speak, we say. So the problem is, is you're listening to the wrong people and not saying enough on the side of faith. And now the more the you Bible, would listen, listen to, to others and don't say and speak out of your own faith and speak the word of God, then you're going to you're isolating yourself into a realm of fear and worry. No, absolutely. You stay home and worry all the time. So. Follow the
0: heroes of the Bible. Ah, Yes. Amen. And don't be motivated by (laughs) fear. It's a demon from hell. And God's not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind.
1: You have resurrection life. It's a good season to stand up and live for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're here to tell you today one more time that you are more than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye.